Welcome back to the 12th Man Podcast. And if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Hit that notification button to get the latest episodes. And if also, if this is the first time listening, please refer to our latest episode for the latest content and the latest news in the football world. In today's episode, our host, Efren, is going to tackle Preview Fridays with his big brother, Henry. Um, if uh, you don't know... FYI, we have an Instagram account, the 12th Man Podcast. Please feel free to contact us there at any time. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is the 12th Man Podcast. Yellow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another new episode of the 12th Man Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Efren Perez. And today I am joined by my big brother, the banter man, Henry. Hello, Henry. How are you? How's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good for me. How's it going? How's it going for you, man? Not bad. Not bad. Almost Friday. Yeah, I know, man. And whew, today we are talking about, as always on a Friday, Match Preview Friday. We're going to discuss the games that, have happen- that are going to happen this weekend in La Liga, City A, and the Bundesliga. Unfortunately, there's not that many big games happening in the Premier League due to the fact that there is an international break after this weekend, which means there will be two weeks without club football which is you know what henry it's gonna be it's gonna be disappointing man without football i don't know what i'm gonna do man um yeah the whole international friendly crap uh yeah it's crap (laughs) unless it's official for something that like we i mean like for a world cup what's the point you know just come on i want to see the the club games the help this friendly shit Exactly, and especially after, you know, the Champions League just recently coming back and now we have to take a break, it's just going to be, it's going to be sad. But either way, it doesn't matter. But before we do match preview Friday, Henry, we're going to discuss some of the games that have happened in the Europa League, and we're going to do a quick Europa League uh, review. And the first one we're going to start off with is Rangers. They just got knocked out of the Champions League of the uh, the Europa League by Savlia Pra 2-0. That means Steven Gerrard has finally lost in Europe this season. Steven Gerrard is out of the Europa League in the round of 16. And man, Henry, very disappointing to that. I mean, I really wanted Steven Gerrard and Rangers to go high. But, I mean, they've accomplished their goal this season by winning the Scottish Premiership from Celtic. So, congratulations to Gerrard for winning, Henry. Yeah, I mean, you can't uh, win everything. So, I mean, uh, congrats to him for for, uh, going undefeated in the the Scottish Premier League and winning that. I mean, that's a big accomplishment for his uh, young uh, managerial career. So, I mean, you can't win them all, man. He's just starting out, so, you know, we got to wait to see what he does. Yeah, and he's he's doing really well. And, I mean, he's done his job, and hopefully this will just uh, push him even farther. But the next match we're going to review is uh, Milan versus uh, Man United. This match ended 1-0 to Man United, which means Man United are through to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Pogba uh, scored a goal after returning from an injury. And, man, United are through to the quarterfinals. I was really hoping AC Milan were going to go through because of the man himself, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Whether these people hate him or these people like him, what they cannot deny is that he is the best. If that man says he's the best, he's the best. No argument there. If he says he's better than Ronaldo, I have to believe it because I don't want to get karate chopped in the head. So 
Unfortunately, his lockdown wasn't there. Don't worry if they ever go against next time and he's still playing. Trust me, he will beat them. But Henry, United are through to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are, unfortunately, this isn't a uh, Champions League game. It's a Europa League game. This is a Champions League caliber type of uh, tie. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate we can't see these teams uh, do get on the Champions League um, at this stage. But uh, it is what it is for right now. I think for next season, they, they should both go into the Champions League, hopefully. Um, and we'll get to see a, a, a big type of match like this one in the Champions League. Um, but as far as the game goes, I mean, hey, uh, good for United. Um, they need it, obviously. I mean, I think they, they're really trying to uh go for this uh title um i think right now with the way the premier is with city uh just you know having such a huge gap um in the league um i mean anything happened but for for me right now there there seems to be a very uh low chance of them winning the, the premier league this season um so i think uh, yeah they they should put all their chips into into the europa league and try to win it again yeah, and we'll have to see if they do, but they are still one of the strongest teams left in the Europa League, and it's just getting exciting. But the next match we're also going to review in the Europa League is Arsenal versus Olympiacos. This match ended 1-0 to Olympiacos, but unfortunately for Arsenal, they still go through to the Europa League after scoring three away goals in the previous first leg. And the the tie ended 3-2 on aggregate for Arsenal. They go through to the quarterfinals. Henry, your thoughts on Arsenal going to the quarterfinals of the Europa League? Uh, yeah, same thing as United, man. I mean, they, they're uh, this is the only competition where they're really alive in. Obviously, there's no chance in them winning the Premier League um, or even making Champions League at this point uh, for next season. So, yeah, them too. They have to put all their chips in into this competition and, and see if they can win. Um, and hey, man, another uh, two English uh, teams going through. So, I mean, we could see a, a Premier League uh, team win it, you know, again in the in the Europa League. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, right now Arsenal are mid table, tenth place still, and they are out of every other cup competition. They're not even going to win the 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 Premier League, but. Uh, it is looking highly unlikely that Arsenal will make top four, even top six, to get into the Europa League for next season. But if Arsenal end up do winning the Europa League this season, they will get automatic qualification for the Champions League. Just a reminder out there to everyone who doesn't know, whoever wins the Europa League will get automatic qualification for the Champions League for the next season. So that ends the coverage for uh, Arsenal versus Olympiacos. Arsenal through to the quarterfinals. And the last match we're going to review in the Europa League is Dinamo Zagreb versus Tottenham. This match ended 3-0 to Dinamo Zagreb. Tottenham had a two-goal lead over Dinamo Zagreb in the previous leg. But our, uh, Tottenham doing a Tottenham. They are doing a Spursy. And for people who don't know what Spursy means, that actually means fucking up who are and that's actually a definition in england for bottling it for messing up for dropping the ball they really messed up in this one and tottenham they are out tottenham and jose Mourinho are already out of the europa league in the round of 16 and man henry it was disappointing i mean you look at the circumstances with dinamo zagreb the previous a day before this match their coach was sent to prison for fraud and tax evasion and they still managed to win the game 3-0. I mean, this was all in Tottenham's favor. And three goals by a player that has only scored two goals in the in 10 matches in the Europa League. And now he has five. I mean, 
I, I just don't know what to say. In the last dying minute of the game as well, Harry Kane was about to score a he, – he was about to score a tap-in. The, uh, he was about to score a tap-in. The goal was free. There was, the goalkeeper was nowhere to be seen near, near the goal. And Harry Kane, all he had to do was just tap it in, and he did. And the goalkeeper just showed up out of nowhere and managed to save it. And that's all Tottenham needed. They needed the goal in order to get through. They didn't get it, and now they are out of the Europa League. Henry, your thoughts on it? Man, way to live up to your uh, pretty much your uh, meme in England. Man, way to way to live up to that Tottenham. Um, I mean, with all the problems that uh, Dinamo Zagreb was having, I mean, you would expect Tottenham to come in and win, especially if they had a two-zero lead on on the team. So. I mean, geez, dude, what a way to freaking just, like you said, to do a Spursy. My God, dude, that just, yeah. Um, I think uh, it's time for uh, Mourinho to move on. I think his uh, time as an elite coach is over and done with. Um, Yeah, he's no longer the special one. Um, He needs to move on. Tonham need a, a good coach. Um, I feel like they had one with Pochettino. I th- think they were a lot better off with Pochettino. Um, Tottenham made a huge mistake. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, dude, that, that was bad. Um, maybe the Arsenal game affected them, obviously losing that, the, that derby. So yeah, it's, uh, it's very, very sad. <laughs> um, and I, and I think they'll keep messing up because I, I think Tottenham won't, uh, sack Mourinho just because they know they'd have to pay a, out his contract which i think is uh 35 million so i think that's the reason they won't sack him so yeah that's that's embarrassing man that is embarrassing and against a team that was coming in coming in with so many problems their coach getting being sent to jail that that player um you know hadn't scored at all and now he scored three on you and not just goals they were golazos they're freaking incredible goals from outside the box where the hell is tottenham's defense man what the oh, hell is going on over there? I'm telling you, man, I, I think uh, Mourinho should resign. You know, he should resign. It's over, dude. What? In order for Tottenham to get rid of Mourinho, they have to pay him out 35 million euros. They have to buy out his contract. And, man, 35 million, Henry, that's basically a transfer fee for a player, man. <laughs> I don't know if they will get rid of him. Yeah, I know that's uh and, and no Mourinho, his ego won't let him let him resign. So yeah, just a bad situation for Tottenham. They really uh I'm not gonna even say the word, but you know what I mean. They really messed it up, so Oh yeah, they really damn they are out of it already. But that ends our coverage for the Europa League. Hope you guys actually uh, enjoyed that little segment. But we're gonna move on to match preview Friday, and we're gonna look at the big games in the Liga, Serie A, and Bundesliga. And the first one we're gonna start off with is Celta Vigo versus Real Madrid this Saturday uh, at 8:15 a.m. This match is sure to be a cracker. I mean. Uh, we're going to have to see how Real Madrid do. I mean, Real Madrid are looking in fine form right now, especially after uh, knocking out Atalanta out of the uh, Champions League midweek. And right now, Real Madrid are flying high. And I actually predict a a 2-0 win for Real. I think they'll beat Celta Vigo. But, and I don't think Celta Vigo have enough to uh, really test, in my opinion, Real Madrid. And right now, Real Madrid are just in confident mood. So, 
in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So, unfortunately, as a Barcelona fan, Real Madrid's going to win. Henry, your thoughts on the game? Uh, Real should be able to take this win. Um, I think 1-0. I know Sarta de Vigo is a tough team, especially when they play at home. Um, they usually give uh, you know the bigger teams some problems, um, especially like against Barcelona. They usually give us problems for some reason. Um, but I think with Real, I think they're they're riding on a, a good wave of confidence right now, especially going into the next round uh, in the Champions League. I think they're the only Spanish team that that went into the next round of the Champions League, so they're riding they're riding pretty pretty confidently right now. So yeah, I think it, sh- it should be a good win, one zero for me. Um, that's that's what I expect at least. Uh, maybe another goal from Benzema. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, you do make a good point that Celta Vigo, you know, at home are a really tough team, but I believe that's only with, you know, f- when they have fans right now due, due to the COVID pandemic. They don't have any fans right now, but I still believe, you know, Real Madrid will get the better of them, especially, you know, like you said, they're the only Spanish team right now in the Champions League, and they're riding really high, so we'll, I, they'll, they'll win for sure. But the next match we're going to move on to, that ends the coverage for Celta uh, Vigo versus Real Madrid. Make sure to catch that this Saturday, 8.15 a.m. Pacific time. And we're going to move on to the next match, which is Atletico Madrid versus Deportivo Alaves. This Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. And man, right now, Henry, Atletico Madrid are not looking in fine form after just recently uh, being knocked out with the Champions League midweek by Chelsea 3-0 on aggregate. Right now, Atletico are not looking in fine form. Uh, their heads were pretty down during that Chelsea match. It looked very frustrated, especially with Savage getting a red card during that Chelsea match. And especially also with Atletico also dropping many points in La Liga. The Liga title race is back on. And with a Barcelona and Real catching at their tails, Atletico, they must win against Deportivo Alves. Even though Deportivo Alves are in the relegation zone and just recently played Gadis, but they did not beat them due to a late penalty for Gadis. I believe Atletico, even though they should have been Getafe, because Getafe are also, they're not in the relegation zone, but they're near it. And Atletico should have beat them, but they didn't. But I believe this is a match Atletico will win. And I'm calling it a classic 1-0 for Atletico, a Diego Simeone result. And they should be able to get all the three points because I believe that's all that matters for them uh, this week. And your thoughts, Henry? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Atletico Madrid should be able to win this game. I, I know they obviously got knocked out uh, in the Champions League by Chelsea in a, in a crappy defeat, um, which didn't help. But uh, um, And I know they've dropped a lot of points uh, recently in the in La Liga, which has not helped. Obviously, we know that uh, if you drop points in La Liga, and even though Barcelona and Real aren't having the best season, you can make their season better by dropping those, those uh, points, man. Now they're on your tail. Now they're pressuring you. Um, you know, I mean, they, they uh, need to start turning it around if they if they even have a if they want to win La Liga. Um, but uh, for as far as this game, I think that they should be able to, you know, win this game. Uh, Deportivo Alaves, unfortunately, you know, isn't the biggest team, and I think they're they're fighting for for their relegation. So um, I think they should win a, a two zero um, with Luis Suarez probably possibly getting on the score sheet. Um, obviously, he didn't get on the score sheet again in the Champions League for I don't know how many years now. He hasn't been able to score away, but um, yeah, since that PSG match, that PSG comeback, he hasn't scored. <laughs> wow, 
that tells you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, they just like Ruben said in the previous podcast that at this point in time in La Liga, they can no one can drop points, and especially them. They're the ones that you know that had that ten point gap, and now they've dropped so many, and now you have Barca and, and Real on your ass. So yeah, the the neither team right now can can afford to drop points. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, you're right. And if they do drop points, I mean, right now Barcelona are just two points behind Atletico. Uh, Barcelona in second place. And Atletico cannot drop the ball on this one. They have to win all their matches from here to the end of the season. Whether they will or not, we will have to see. But right now they go against this Sunday, Deportivo Alves, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. And make sure everyone to catch that game. We're going to move on to the next one, Henry, and that is Real Sociedad versus FC Barcelona this Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And, man, Henry, that is going to be a cracker. Uh, Real Sociedad just recently uh, drew against Real Madrid not too long ago. I mean, Real Sociedad are a really hot team right now. They're in the top five right now. They're trying to fight their way into the Champions League, but it looks like Sevilla look way more stronger than they do. But they could get a Europa League, and they are looking really good right now, Sociedad. Barcelona, always a difficult match to go against Real Sociedad away. Barcelona really have a bad record away against uh, Sociedad, especially Sociedad Stadium. But those records happen to be when the fans are there. Uh, right now, Barcelona, they have been able to be uh, Sociedad with no fans. Whether they would do it this Sunday, we'll have to see. But Barcelona, they're riding pretty high right now, even though they were knocked out of the Champions League not too long ago, last week, actually. Uh, Barcelona is still riding high, especially after, you know, that win during the weekend against Huesca. I mean, they're looking really good right now. So I'm actually predicting a narrow Two one win for Barcelona. I think they'll get three points in this one, but that's just my opinion. Henry, what do you believe? Uh, yeah, uh, this game is always tough for Barcelona when they play away to Sociedad. I mean, Sociedad for some reason always causes them problems when they play against Barcelona at home. Um, but like you said, uh, maybe we, maybe now with the uh, whole uh, pandemic happening and no uh, fans, maybe Barca has a chance to to get a good result. I believe they will. I believe they'll get a three one win. Um, just because of the way they've been playing lately, they seem a lot more confident. Yeah, we got knocked out of the Champions League, but uh, we showed uh, you know, a good competitive spirit against PSG in the in the second leg, um, showing that things are starting to change. And Coleman seems like Coleman's finally hit his stride a bit with Barca. Finally found a uh, a good lineup, um, and he's been rotating the the players pretty good. So yeah, I mean, I th- I feel like, and now we got Araujo back in, in defense, so. I think, uh, yeah, I think this is a game where Barca can win. They have to if they if they even have a chance um, of keeping up in the race. Obviously, with the race being so tight now, uh, things still have to go dropping points. So, um, like like Ruben said, I go again to what Ruben said. No team could drop points right now, and, and Barca can't drop any points if uh, they want to turn their season around. Obviously, this isn't hasn't been the best season. But um, things are starting to look up. It seems like we're going into the right direction. Obviously, we, we finally confirmed our new president. By the way, my Prezi, Joana Porta, is back. I'm very, very excited and happy that he's back and excited for the future. Um, I haven't been this excited as a Barca fan in a long time. It's been, uh, you know, the last couple of years have been very, very, very difficult as a Barca fan. Obviously, we know the uh, the things that happen at the club, the, the disasters in the Champions League. So with the new president, a new sporting project, um, 
the president has even uh, backed Coleman. He's giving him the, his confidence, saying that, you know, they're not going to sack him or anything. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Barca right now is, uh, is doing pretty good. Um, and Messi, I, I believe he will stay just with the way uh, this president uh, is saying that he, that he he can renew him, and I believe he can. Um, so I'm excited for the future. Um, and hopefully maybe we can get, you know, a Copa del Rey or, Ch- or uh, I'm sorry, or La Liga this season. We'll see. And we will have to see. I mean, right now, Barcelona is still live in two competitions. Unfortunately, they're not going to the Champions League. But let's be realistic. That was never going to happen. Heck, we're even lucky to even be in a Copa del Rey final and a La Liga title race. So especially the season we've had. But things are looking up. And everyone, that actually ends our coverage with La Liga. Make sure to catch Celta Vigo versus Real Madrid this Saturday, 8.15 a.m. Pacific time. Lectico Madrid versus Deportivo Alaves this Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. And Real Sociedad versus FC Barcelona this Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And we're going to move on to Italy in the City A. We're going to preview the first match there. And that is, is Juventus versus Benevito this Sunday, 7 a.m. Pacific time. And man, right now Juventus are looking not too bad, even though they're not they were knocked out uh, by uh, Porto in the Champions League last week. I mean, they made it up in the weekend against uh, Cal- uh, Calgary uh, with a perfect Ronaldo hat trick. But now they have Benevito uh, this Sunday, and they must beat them, especially if they want to have a glimmer of hope of winning that City A title. Right now, Inter Milan are ten points above them. And right now, Juve are just two points behind AC second place AC Milan. And if Juve want to have any hope of winning or trying to win the Scudetto title, then they must beat Benevito this weekend. I'm actually predicting a easy 4-0 win for Juventus. I think Juventus will overpower Benevito. And I believe Ronaldo, he might get a goal or two. Heck, he might score all four goals. We'll have to see. But Henry, what are your thoughts versus Juventus versus Benavito this summer? I'm probably looking at a good 3-0 win for them. Um, from what I can see, Benavito isn't really a threat to them. So, yeah, they should be able to get a good win. Um, obviously, AC Milan has dropped a lot of points. Um, they're only – and Drew is only a point behind them. Um, Inter, obviously, 10 points ahead, but – I don't think Juve has a chance of winning the the Serie A at this point, just because of the way Inter is riding high. So, um, yeah, uh, for me, uh, Juve should get the win four three zero. Ronaldo scoring, obviously, um, and uh, depends on on the result uh, for AC Milan. They could end up uh, being in second place by the end of the the weekend. Yeah, I mean, right now, if uh, Juve really want to knock Inter out of their first place, I mean. Juve, they need to keep winning, and who knows? Maybe with uh, the COVID pandemic that Inter Milan suffering, maybe they could lose against Sassuolo, and Juve could pounce. You know, ten points could turn into seven. So we'll have to see. But just a reminder to everyone: Juventus versus Benevito is this Sunday, seven a.m. Pacific time. And we're gonna move on to the next match, and that is Florentina versus AC Milan this Sunday, ten a.m. Pacific time. And, man, this sure is to be a cracker. Right now, Florentina are not having the best of seasons. They're around mid-table. While AC Milan, they are back from their graces. Uh, Right now, they are in second place. They did drop the ball against Napoli during the weekend. And they, as we mentioned before, are out of the Europa League. How that will affect AC Milan, we don't know. But uh, right now, it's looking pretty tough. I mean, 
if you didn't know or if anybody didn't know Henry and especially the audience listening, Frank Ribéry, former Bayern Munich, a uh, French winger, is playing at Florentina at the moment. And I heard he's not doing not that bad of a job over there. So I'm actually hoping – I'm going to say it right now, even though AC Milan are doing really good in City A, they are really struggling without their talisman, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And I believe Florentina will get the win over AC Milan. I believe it will be 2-1 to Florentina. Right now, Florentina, they're not having a great season as well. But AC Milan, this is a big match. I mean, this is not a direct rival, but this is a, this is a rival. And Florentina, they have a lot of history with uh, Roberto Baggio playing there. Uh, who's that uh, Argentinian striker that used to play for Florentina, Henry? Batistuta. Uh, Batista. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He played played over there. I mean, they've had they've had a lot of great players in Florentina, but I believe Florentina will get the best of AC Milan this Sunday. What are your thoughts, Henry? Uh, it should be an interesting game. Um, I think uh, Florentina should Florentina the way they're uh, playing right now. I mean, obviously they haven't had the, the best season, but they have Frank Ribery, who seems to have found um, you know a second uh, breath um, in his career. Um, obviously AC Milan coming off some disappointing results. Um, these past two games against United and against Napoli. Um, but uh, obviously Eper should be back in the starting lineup for this game. Um, but I don't think it'll be enough. I could see a uh, maybe one-one draw. Yeah, uh, maybe one-one draw. A one-one draw. That's actually pretty. I mean, it's more more reasonable than I am. Maybe I'm just like. You know, talking crap, but <laughs> I actually believe Florentino will probably get the best of AC Milan. But if AC Milan really want to get, you know, at least second place in City A, which is all they can play for there in Copa Italia, knocked out of Europe, doesn't even look like they're even going to win the Scudetto this season. So we will have to see, but I'm still sticking with the 2 1 win for Florentino. Remember that match? between Florentina and AC Milan is this Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And we're going to move on to the last match we're going to preview in City A, and that is AS Roma versus Napoli. This Sunday, 12.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, man, this sure is to be an exciting match. Right now, Roma and Napoli are tied on points in terms of making it into the Champions League. Napoli are trying their best to get into the Champions League since, as we mentioned here before in the 12-man podcast, that this will be uh, Catuso's last season with Napoli. And, man, it's sure to be a cracker. Right now, Roma, they've been looking pretty good, and they're trying to also qualify for a Champions League place. But whether that will happen or not, we will have to see. But I'm actually going to predict a 1-0 win for Napoli. I think Napoli will get the better of Roma. Napoli always do good against these big games. We've seen them recently against Juve, against AC Milan, and I believe they will get the best of Roma. I think a 1-0 win will please Napoli and Napoli fans. Henry, your uh, thoughts on the AS Roma versus Napoli? Yeah, I think uh, Napoli should get the win. Um, like you said, maybe yeah, possibly a 1-0 win. Um, obviously, now they know that Gattuso is uh, going to be leaving uh, the managerial, his managerial career behind, unfortunately for him. I never thought he was a, a, the greatest coach, but I still respect him um, a lot. He was an incredible player. Um, and he came into Napoli when uh, they needed him at AC Milan. He did a, a pretty good job, even though he didn't have no resources. So, yeah, I think uh, so, Napoli um, yeah, should I, take I the think, win. Uh, Napoli should take the win. 
Yeah, no, they, they, they should. And, I mean, it, Gattuso has said, even though he is leaving at the end of this season, he wants to leave some type of legacy at Napoli. And if he wants to leave some type of legacy, it is to get into the Champions League, even though Napoli, they are also in no Europe competition. Roma still are, for any of you that don't know. Roma also are in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. They're still in the Europa League. Napoli, they have no European uh commitments they're not in the champions league they got knocked out with a round of 32 of the europa league by granada of all teams surprisingly but i mean if napoli want to make it into top four they have to do it and they have to push hard for it and this is a good test for them roma they just had a previous test with ac milan so if they really want to get into it now's the time but just a reminder out there to everyone the city out matches that are happening is inter milan versus sassuolo this saturday 12 45 p.m pacific time Juventus versus Benevito this Sunday, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Florentina versus AC Milan this Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And AS Roma versus Napoli this Sunday, 12.45 Pacific Standard Time. Make sure to check out those City A matches if you are interested. And last, we're going to go to the Bundesliga. And, that, and the first match we're going to preview is FC Cologne versus Dortmund this Saturday, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. And, man, it is going to be a good one. And we also have Bayern versus uh, Stuttgart this Saturday, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. And it's going to be a good one. My prediction for those two games between Cologne and Dortmund, I believe Dortmund will get the better of Cologne 2-0. And I believe Bayern will get the best of Stuttgart 5-0 for Bayern. Just a reminder, those games are for the uh, Cologne and Dortmund game this Saturday, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. And versus Bayern versus Stuttgart this Saturday, 7.30 a.m. Pacific time. Though Both of those matches are actually played at the same time. So uh, pick which one you want to listen to <laughs> but or want to watch. So... We'll have to see how it goes. But that ends today's coverage of Match Preview Friday. I would just like to thank all the audience for listening. And I'd like to thank my big brother, Henry, for joining in and talking about Match Preview Friday and the Europa League review. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Hey now, well that concludes today's episode of the 12 Fan Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you stopping by. Once again, please hit that notification button for the latest content and stay updated for the podcast. I'd like to remind you that we have an Instagram account, the 12 Man Podcast. Once again, please follow us there. Um, we'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, we're going to have some more uh, ways for you to contact us uh, soon. We're going to have a number that you can call us in live so you can be uh, featured in the 12th Man Podcast. We'd like to get you guys more involved. We'd like to hear what you guys want want to say, have anything to say. If you want to just stop by and say hello, we'd love that. Um, maybe start a little banter with us. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, I need some exciting stuff in my life like that. <laughs> And uh, with that being said, thank you for joining us once again. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. All right.